Hey, what's up, folks? This is Wise in the PLC Report. Colton's not here because I'm recording this intro the day afterwards. But this is the season finale of season two, the PLC Report. We're really happy that you guys have stuck with us for two seasons. Uh, season three is going to be a bit more of what you've been hearing over episode 11 and what you're going to hear in episode 12 with our, our guest, the incredible Asia Golden of more bookings with us. Hashtag girl boss, man. With this being the season finale, we focus on some things like prison rehabilitation. Aaron Hernandez actually committed suicide the same day we were recording this show. So we talked about that. We talked about networking tips. We questioned whether Trump was taunting North Korea to destroy the West Coast of the United States. And we had an actual real candidate for question of the year. It's around like maybe like the 20-minute mark where Asia acts about 3D printing. Anyway, uh, this is the PLC Report. Hashtag PLC Report. Uh, we love you. Thank you. We'll be right back. Don't you wish everything could be so perfect? Free enterprise. Overexposed. Irritated. Uneducated. Still scribble my flows. The jubilation. The euphoria. Pushing the foreign in the morning. Pick your daughter up. Drop your seat. The 99% of the planet work for the one percent and that's not just the people that's also the resources of the planet also work for the top one percent of the planet that's the that's some whole new level type of like slavery which ain't even new at all all of the type all of the concepts like people talk about world government like the world government is people with money because the people with money are voting against stuff uh it's just not happening period like, there already is a world government of just motherfuckers that's just mad rich. Yo, racism is real, um, uh, classism is real, colorism is real, but classism is definitely fucking real. You know what is also real? Lizards. Drug lizards. Drug lizards. <laughs> Drug lizards. Drug lizards. God damn it. Listen. I forgot what county it is. I know it's in Arizona, but Arizona got their first drug lizard ever. <laughs> they gave him a badge. And a certificate. And a certificate. And everything. So that means if that drug lizard hits you with police brutality, <laughs> you can take his number down and sue his fucking ass. Yep. Fuck that lizard. Yo, first of all, how to fuck with a lizard show you that he knows where the drugs are lizards <laughs> he, don't do they make sounds he would it be like some, uh <laughs> no nah, what was that i don't know i felt like that's what lizards sound lizard make but Maybe they don't i wacky. don't know but i feel like komodo dragons definitely make sounds. oh they so. do the the hissing shit the hissing you know, shit yeah type shit komodo I, dragons mean, I feel like fuck. that dragon that like lizard would shake like uh, like Tony <laughs> Murphy did when he was Buck Nasty. R.I.P. Yo, Tony rest in R.I.P. When I heard that, I didn't, right I didn't believe. That. I didn't believe it either. <sighs> that shit is fucking crazy. But um, R.I.P. Charlie Murphy. You know what else I didn't believe? That Aaron Hernandez killed himself. Yeah, oh, R.I.P. Also, Aaron Hernandez. Bruh. Shit is crazy. We, I do second take podcast, so yes. we actually for the past few episodes have been talking about Aaron Hernandez a lot. Yeah, because he was a tight end for the New England Patriots. And he was legit, allegedly, because I don't, I don't know, but he was killing people and also playing football at the same time. Yes, and that's what he went to prison for. And uh, hashtag Patriots kill people. Oh man, uh, how do you? How do you? You know that historically, Patriots do. That, kill that's, people. A, that's a double entendre. Hate Patriots. That's what people. our history is all about. Oh my god! Look but, at um, the irony. Ba-doom. Yeah, he uh, apparently he committed suicide in prison. And uh, that's fucked up. That's like mad fucked up. I yeah. mean, I, I feel like he already was gonna be in jail for like a while, cause um, but he still had like appeals and stuff. 
even though I guess his money was kind of running dry and stuff like so <sighs> it's like a, a sticky a sticky type situation it's a weird situation and this could go into like uh mental health yeah yeah yeah, yeah. rehabilitation I, of like people and like uh do you think Asia that there's like any type of real people or like I say programs or things out there in these prison systems that can actually help people I feel like there is but I feel like the people who are in the prison that that <clears throat> control these things they look at the inmates as inhumane like they don't like they they you, you commit a crime you're here and you're here for X amount of years, why should we care about your mental health? You get what I'm saying? Like, you didn't care about the crime that you commit when you were outside. And for somebody who's really, like, for myself, who's very sensitive to, like, mental health issues and things like that, I feel like at the end of the day, um, if someone committed a crime, no matter how heinous it is, um, people need help. Like, in, in one of the shows that I'm watching right now, uh, it's Bates Motel. I don't know if you guys are watching mm, that. My, nah, B- Rihanna's in it, though, so I'm definitely going to it <laughs> Bates point. Motel, you got to look at it from, like, season one because, like, Norman, I don't, don't want to give away the whole, like, premise no, of the show. You, yeah, but yeah, yeah, give yeah. away the premise of you the show. You have to look at it. Spoilers. American Psycho. You have I don't to look at okay, it. Okay, you know what I think is funny? I'm sorry. No, I'll no, just it's okay. Because I know you were talking about something serious. But yeah, like, yeah. Bates Motel is based off American Psycho, a movie that came out in like 1960. Have you yeah. seen? Well, I've seen like, that movie as well. So yeah, I've seen the movie. I, it, I don't. I disagree with you. It it is about it though. It's the prequel. You get what I'm saying? So I mean, you don't really know his life, but at the end of the day, you know what happens, and you know how what, like how it kind of. Have you heard of the story of Norman Bates? This is a real legit story. Yeah, though. yeah, yeah. Right. So it's like he's dealing with this multiple personality where he's just like infatuated with his mom and then his mom mm-hmm. becomes him and yeah, then yeah. It, the Oedipus just, complex yeah and you know what I mean like it, it's it, it's mind boggling but I can't stop watching the show because okay. as much as this guy kills people I still there's some type of compassion I still have for him because yeah. I know he can't control it yeah I mean yeah. At, the, yeah. at the end of the day a lot of the times people that like get into <clears throat> violent and crazy crimes like they sometimes they have traumatic experiences that like, yes, yeah absolutely kind of push them into that situation i mean not saying that they can't get, get i don't justify it, it. i'm not justifying right it or saying i agree with it right but I, what i will say is a lot of the times like if there were better support system there were better mental health rehabilitation centers if mm-hmm, there were better mm-hmm, like uh, if there were generally people that care yeah, care, yeah. Like, yeah. it would it, it would stop the cycle i think so too i mean like i mean yo what kind of treatment do you give to someone like marilyn manson what kind of treatment do you give to someone like uh charles manson yeah, Charles Manson. I was about to say. I was like, yeah, Charles Manson is the rock nigga. Yeah. Like, that that does other things that we that's <laughs> unspeakable. Bro. Yeah, no, no, Charles. Yeah, what about what do we do for um? Oh, uh, like guys, like I mean, like how do you the, the, the guy the, the guy that truck that the guy that shot was it Nixon? Like how do you treat him? Because he didn't he just get out the other day. How do you treat someone like that? What do you what do you what do you do? What do you say to them? Like that person went I mean, in under the most the intense day, pressure. I, what I will say is I'm not. A specialist or a physician or any of those things. Mm. But what I will say is that if you are a specialist or a physician or any of those things, a psychiatrist or a therapist, and you work for this section, which is like, okay, we're gonna get criminals, we're gonna like check their because 
what they always do is they they evaluate them. Psych- yeah, yeah, psych- yeah, 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 yeah. You get what I'm saying? If you're crazy or not. And then I would guess if I'm a professional from there, I would decide what we're going to do. Mm. Or we would have meetings to decide what we're going to do with this patient from now on. Okay. Because okay. some people, they know from Jump Street that this person might not even be that crazy. Like yeah. They might just believe in whatever this is that they're doing. Mm-hmm, and then some mm-hmm. people, they already know that it's like they've been through so much and they've like handled so much and like that's now they're exploding and it's like there's no way for them to cut like you can try more but like again i just have one i have one word that will i feel like will explain what people need in this in this situation and i feel like that word is empathy um people just want to be understood people want to to have others uh, feel some type of compassion towards them no matter, mm-hmm. you know, because at the end of the day, like most people, they'll tell you, they'll do bad things and say, I'm not a bad person. Yeah, you yeah, get what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. So it's just like, okay, you're not a bad person, but why did you do that? You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So some people just want to be understood. So showing empathy can get a far away. And, and I feel like I'm not a psychologist either, but I did take psychology. And I, one thing that I understood was um, that's what gets people to open up. So like therapists and stuff like that, they'll yeah, empathize yeah, yeah, with yeah, you yeah. before they start mm-hmm. to figure out what's going on. Yeah. Yo, so super, well, actually, no, this is not even going to be a sign. This is going to be a fucking whole like random flip. Uh, if, stay with me here for a second, because this is some trippy shit, right? Uh, a lot of the, the, the progressive half of the country, the part of the country that like helps um the u.s move forward is like the entire west coast like west coast like even the west coast like area parts of texas you know um uh phoenix even a little bit of chicago stuff like that whatever and then like there's like mad like you know uh uh fly what we used to call flyover states mad flyover states whatever um (laughs) that don't get their opinions heard and then there's like then you know the new york's the east coast right uh Yo, what what if something happened to the? So we they, we we all know California sitting on a sitting on a fault line. What if something happens? But most of the West Coast actually also on like also on like different major fault lines as well. What if some mega shit happened with like a fucking earthquake and then like the whole structure so it's quiet. of the country it's quiet for California, bro. Yeah. Like the niggas is on like tectonic plates. I think that's yeah, what yeah. it's called. Yeah, they're all they're so all on like fault lines. Like yeah. If if like something really happened or a real crazy earthquake or a tsunami hit, like it's quiet. Like them niggas is just water now. Like so and another crazy thing is like even now on the news, just now, um a highway in Atlanta has a sinkhole. Yep. yep. Atlanta's made of cornbread, bro. Wait, what? <laughs> Atlanta's made of cornbread. Everything's been just breaking in Atlanta mad easily, bro. Like, Atlanta's just been falling apart. Yeah, because they're fucking yeah, they, confused. The other highway's kind of fucked up. But think about, how, think about what makes cornbread fall apart, though. Like, and you need, like, gravy on it. You gotta, you need all these things. Niggas hit it with too much neck bone. The collard greens touched the cornbread. It got soggy. Shit got crazy and broke. Yeah. I'm sorry, Atlanta. This is too many crazy jokes. But oh, I think man. I think we should all be prepared though for natural disaster. Like man, it, it doesn't yeah. matter where you are in the world. That shit like, is a thing. It always happens. We had hurricane. We we had I said hurricane. <laughs> we had hurricane. We did hurricane have hurricane Katrina. <laughs> Katrina. Some hurricane. Hey, my thing Sandy. Was, nah, she hurricane Ivan. Sandy. Hurricane Sandy actually fucked the trains. Up. Why are we saying hurricane? <laughs> I'm only saying hurricane because like legit, that's what it felt like in New York. All the trains it was just stopped. fucking shit up. No trains. No buses work. 
Like we was just all stuck in our cribs hearing crazy shit like, what the fuck is this? Like that was really something like everyone in New York experiencing that. Well, everyone from the younger generation experiencing that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or like anyone that's not like from an area that normally gets like hurricanes and shit. I know it killed me though because when I looked in my cupboard and I was like, that 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 was a uh, a moment for me where I realized, nah, I have to stock up on food always. Yeah. That like, ass, that ass. There's that no ass. Saturday or Sunday that I'm not missing going to the I grocery store. Tell so. people that all the time, son. <laughs> Listen, when you go to the super, people shop. People really do shop week to week. Listen, I don't do that shit. When I go to the supermarket, I am shopping for two weeks in yeah, advance. My family is from the country. If you can't make it back to the supermarket, my nigga, you are going to starve. <laughs> yes, I shop two weeks in advance. If you want to catch me on a bad day, catch me on like the fucking 14th. Yeah, maybe I might not have food in my crib then, but otherwise, we good. But in my household, though, we know, we know how to make a full meal out of like Nothing. flour and water. Yes, like exactly. You know, like exactly. <laughs> that's all I need is flour and water, a little bit of oil, I'm good. Like little, have a quick little bake and we good money. <laughs> oh, man. Now they saying in the fall, if you if your family, if your household makes less than $100,000, you can go to CUNY for free. All right, so wait, let me let me My let me family make less than let me let me say some shit on that though, cause it's a little it's a little yeah, funny, it's a little funny. Now okay. you gotta stay in the, the the state for like four more years. Yeah. I heard it does nah the the part, but like I'm I'm, I'm cool I'm cool with that part. Like I'm I'm kind of cool with that part, cause you know you do want to invest if you're gonna invest in New York, you do want New York to stay in New York. That's what other countries do. If they do send somebody to another country, they'll pay for your education you to come scam. back to 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 do that. But um, what I will say on that is that a lot of CUNY kids already didn't really have like no high uh tuition and shit you know like i went to college each year was like thirty thousand dollars for me mm. it's people at bc that people at brooklyn college that dead ass don't have thirty thousand dollars in debt overall what, yeah. you know? what i what i will say about that also is that um i was talking to my dad about it and he told me that um you have to stay basically the equivalent amount of years that you went to the school for free or have as much they paid for you and then you have to like work off with your taxes or whatever and he was like well it's a pretty good deal because like you're paying taxes anyway and i was like yeah mm-hmm. that's that's mm-hmm. that's true you are paying mm-hmm. taxes anyway yeah. but then i thought about it for real and it's like most people that come out of college in new york are not going to get a job like immediately like right. that's not going to happen like you're not going to get a job unless like you're already in that top tier or you have those connections because we already know like connections make everything. Yeah, make everything, especially here like, in New York. Especially. So, um, m- most of those kids are not going to like just get a job immediately. I'll even say like uh, upwards of it'll take them about a year and a half. to get. Mm-hmm. Like, the crazy part is when, you, when you're when you in school, you're like, oh, I'm putting in X amount of years. Um, And then when they go looking for a job and you ask them like. Hey, when they ask you on the paper, you yeah. know, what's the pay rate or whatever, and you say anything like 15 or over, yeah. they're like, well, no, we're looking for someone with experience yeah. and this, yeah. this, and a third. Like, what? <clears throat> my first job, I know I was looking for like retail and stuff like that. Because, you know, when you're 15, yeah, course, 14, you're you, yeah, you want to work in a store I'm so a, you can get those discounts I'm and sell, stuff. I'm going to sell mm-hmm. these jeans because I want to buy these jeans. Yeah, right. So, like, even with that, when I was going door to door looking for a job, everybody was like, "Well, you have to have experience." Well, who's gonna give it to me? Yeah, so I could start. Yeah, like, exactly. let me know. No, yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. That's kind of like why I'm 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 really excited that we have like ICN Studios hashtag ICN Studios. But like, I'm I'm really excited we have that because like 
we are able to provide like opportunities for kids who are looking to gain like real life experiences. That's dope. Uh, yo, shout out to Marifal. Um, Colton, That's our son. Yeah, Colton didn't get a chance to meet him or whatever yesterday. <laughs> I mean, uh, on on Monday, but like Marifal is a sophomore who wants to work at ESPN and he's looking for like skills. Um, he's looking for like real world experiences, whatever, to help build his resume. I sat down with him. We spoke about everything, or whatever. This he came in here um, on Monday and kind of like live tweeted uh, second take. He had the lit. he had the page oh. lit. He had the page lit. You know, he can use those experiences, whatever, to to um, hop over people um, who all, can only go to ESPN with like a resume with and like their resume. Yeah, I think dude. I think that shit is super Another dope. Crazy shit is like that's where it also comes into the connections thing. Cause yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. When you yeah. get out of college and you, and like. I've had mad friends like they get out of college and they realize that like I, if I don't know anybody how am I gonna get a job? Exactly. You get what I'm saying? Like if like experience doesn't matter if you know like somebody that works there and they really yep. fuck with you and, they and college you doesn't work. prepare you for that shit. College yeah. prepares you for like for like a very easy life after this. Like oh you get your college degree you be good. And that's actually not the case. So you know what's the crazy craziest craziest <laughs> part? Oh shit. Um oh my god and this may this may come back to bite me but I have to say it because this yeah. is just how I feel. Yeah. College is the best place to network. Like, Absolutely. Oh, hell yeah. It's the oh, best yeah. place to network. Yeah. Like, you go to college, and my thing is, like, network, the word networking, people take that as, oh, you just go into a, a room, whatever, you socially drink, you talk, and you collect someone's business card. Yeah. But what are you actually doing after that? You get yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. the art of networking is following up. So you got to be able to go in there, speak to whomever you need to speak to. There's going to be a room filled with people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But pick out the people who you can help and they can help you because yeah. not everybody's worthy of speaking to. You know what I'm saying? Very much so. Very much so. Or, or not in that moment because yeah. it's like, I don't know. For me, networking, I, I, I play it like like a game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is because like, it is a game, honestly. When I go to a networking event, I'm like, okay, what, what what's my goal going into yeah. to this event? Yeah. What do I want to come out with and how much time do I have? Mm-hmm. Because I can hit four or five places in one night yeah. you get what i'm saying so i'm not trying to stay in one place mm-hmm, at the same time mm-hmm. so networking is it's like chess you know Yo. what i mean you gotta play it play the game right that, i'll be honest a lot of the people that i'm connected with right now that like help me out with a lot of things are people i met through college yeah yeah, yeah. college is uh, i'm telling you <laughs> see that's the scene now that's that's I finished college i did Graduate YouTube University. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to you. That's not that's that's my that's my crazy part. So I only went to the I went to Johnson Wells University. Um, I only went there because my god sister from Barbados went there as well. Um, like, uh, in like the t- like early two thousands, and she told me she was like, "Yo, listen." She was like, "Go Johnson Wells." Um, there's like mad people from all over the world that go there, so you have opportunity to meet mad different people. He was like, and just hang out with people that are from um, another country. She said that um, if you do that, you'll have like you won't have as much friends, you know, like as if you did if you hung up with people that lived around you. But you basically would have like lifelong pen pals that you could just kind of like go and visit whenever you want to. I have friends who literally live like all over this planet. Like when I when I start like um, really traveling in the next like year or so, I'm dead just about to go pull up on Matter. I'm like, yo, what's good? You know, like what how's life been? What's been going on and stuff? Whatever. It's because like those are like actual like lifelong relationships. The ones, the relationships that I met with people that lived here, I would, I would probably only say that like two or three of them, maybe I'll say, I'll say like a max ten of them actually like expanded past, um, you know, a year or so because like you know I think like um, like the concept of like the idea of like what we should want to do whatever with our, like our degrees and stuff, which is mad different. I feel like a lot of people went into their degree thinking 
uh, that that's just kind of where they was going to stay the, the entire time. And I just, I knew statistically that that's just not true. Like 40% of people who leave college, who graduate with a degree in college, don't do, don't end up, you know, they don't end they, their career doing that. They right. don't. They don't. I just, I couldn't get lost in like the system itself. I know that people go into the system and they get buried under that shit. It's not even just the system. It's getting buried in your parents. Like, because mm, your parents yes, are the one yes. that like, yo, they force you like, yo, when you come out of high school, you better go to college. Yeah. Or else yeah. you're not staying in my house. Yeah. And you're my like, mom, well. Dad told me that <laughs> shit. Yo, if I'm going to be, if I'm going to be mad real, most of my real connections that I appreciate the most are from the streets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That us. That us. That us. Shout 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 out to fucking Twitter University. Right? <laughs> well, not even Twitter. Because Twitter's not the streets. Twitter nah, nah, no, no, Twitter. Nah, Twitter. The the real street streets. Streets. Nah, 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 that like definitely got those things to pop off because people already knew that I was a funny dude, and they, mm-hmm, so they trusted mm-hmm. that like whatever I would do, that's actually something funny would be funny. But like shout the streets, shout, shout, out the, shout out to the new one that, that actual dropped. street streets. I'm from Best Eye. Me too. Hey. Yeah. I'm not gonna say my actual address because my family still lives there. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, basically fucking the streets. Oh wow, we can curse. I forgot that this is my show also. Yes. That's crazy. Okay. But as I'm going to continue saying, the streets basically taught me like how to, um, I guess, execute things mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in the highest confidence possible. Yeah. How to do things kind of outside the box. How to like, you know how usually people want things done a certain way. How to like kind of finagle your way around that and yep. still do it your way, yep. but get it around to like that. It's this is the hustle and mentality. Yeah. The streets build yeah. your skin, like yes. you know what I mean. Like yeah. you gotta have a tough skin. It, oh, uh, also uh, creative criticism. Yeah. Yes, yes, criticism. yes. I got made fun of. It can, yeah, be, it can be definitely constructive. They always gonna cut ass in the hood. <laughs> mm-hmm. So like, there's nothing you could really say to me that could rattle me, especially if we're talking business wise. Yeah. Like. You can't rattle me like it. Like, yo, you can tell me you have more money than me. That's not gonna rattle me either. Cause you know like, what I, I know that you. That's have more some West. That, yo, that's some old like, West so, Indian shit too, though. Because like, yo, I've got like my my family have cut my ass ten times harder than yeah, anything I've heard that, like, outside. You know, house. you know what I appreciate about the streets though, it it, it brings you back to reality because yeah, yeah, you can definitely. get you can get caught up in the hype you can mm-hmm, get caught up in the social media yep. people praise you a different way on social media yeah. because they don't know you they know yeah, what you know, give yeah. them yes. but the streets they will be quick to let you know oh, yo yeah. remember where you came you from that ass. you know what i'm saying yeah, you never used to do shit right you was back on the block <laughs> a little nigga and the, like the, everybody <laughs> just hit, always hit you with that and like i feel like that's like just gave me that mentality to like i I can be big, but I will never be bigger than who I really am. Right. Exactly. At the end of the day, I have to remember who I am. And like everybody got Carfax. Everyone man. changes because <laughs> everybody only, got Carfax. The crazy part is the <laughs> the only like fucking like I think three things destined in life to always happen is you're gonna be born, uh-huh. things are gonna change, yep, and you're gonna, gonna die. die. Yep. And those are the only um, three but things. in order for you to live, you gotta take shits. So yeah. I'm just gonna say that my mother always said you gotta <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <another> thing. <laughs> you gotta people gonna you gonna you gonna have to use the bathroom at some point, bro. That's why bathrooms are very important. My, like, my mom always told me like yo, you gotta eat shit and die. That's all you gotta do in this world. So. And things will also change because like yeah. that always happens. Like yes. things will change. Like, mm-hmm. like so, yeah, like, I was actually. I think we. I don't know if I said this in the last episode or what, but like there are there are ups and downs. Oh, matter of fact, no, I said this on the um, the Carefree Black Girl Directors Cut. Um, I life is full of ups and downs. You know, no one is saying that uh, that 
you 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 have to be up all the time. There are moments where you're just not gonna be like you're just not gonna be popping. That's okay, <laughs> right? That's okay because your time will come again. Yeah, you right. know what's crazy? Right. I spent sixty years of not being popping, nigga. It's lit now. Which <laughs> to me, it's like you're effortlessly popping though. Because like I remember the first time I met Colton was at the Who Did You Meet uh, uh-huh, speed dating uh-huh. event. And I was like, who the hell is this guy? Like, He definitely was on that episode. That shit was mad. And that I shit was, was the last, yeah, I was the last interview. And I was just kind of just like, yo, who is this guy? Like, and yeah. the way that people around me that know me for a long time, mm-hmm, they mm-hmm. couldn't get me to answer questions that he just asked me in like two <laughs> seconds. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, yo. That's why <laughs> so, the Colton show is so unique. Yeah, I think you're just effortlessly also, I'm dope. Just, I'm just good at talking to people. I like figured that out. You know what's also crazy is like, I'm just not good at actually talking to people about myself mm. that's like the only thing i'm like not od good about yeah yeah yeah, yeah and i yeah. but I, I mean i've recently been doing podcasts and shit and like that talking to people and getting interviewed and shit and i've been like getting better at it uh-huh. but like like i i've realized like from my whole life like well it's you could even say from me being younger like i listened a lot <laughs> like i have caribbean parents that so i, I listen no all choice. the fucking time so like I can hear keywords of what you're talking about, and I can already like understand what makes you kind of uncomfortable, what yep. doesn't make you comfortable, right? Because I used to always have to read that with my aunts. With Yo, my I tell mom, people that shit all the time. Dad, son. So it's like when they're talking to me, like they could be saying the same sentences according to the mood if right. how I'm gonna answer. You know yep. what I'm saying? Right. So I've learned how to do that, like just through those little things. So it's just like. It, it gets easy to talk to people. Sometimes it's just harder to talk to people. Yeah. So, so, all right, I'm a talker too, right? And I love to talk to people and I like, <laughs> I like to open people up, right? Yes. But you have, have you ever spoken to a person where you're giving them like everything? Like you're not giving them too much. You're not giving them too little. Yeah. And they're yeah. giving you absolutely nothing. Yes. You I know have. what's crazy about that is I'm also mad good at reciprocating energy. Yeah. So it's like if I'm giving you everything and you're not giving me anything, I will stop talking to you. What about that, that awkward has, response that has, though? Like the awkward response. I'm good. I'm very awkward person. <laughs> yes. So if you want to give me an awkward response, I can give you an awkward response back. Facts. We're both gonna be awkward. Facts. And then we'll just stop. Flex talking. session. And this yeah. is what I Flex do. Session. I'm really good at that. Ah. And it's only because I've always been an awkward person. Like before, yeah. people would say that. And this is I also it was this is a funny story. I found out. In high school, or it was randomly, they was like, you were a bully. And I was like, I'm not a bully. What are you talking about? I was mad awkward. And so, like, you would say something to me, and it would be a joke. And I would think you're coming at me. And I was kind of sensitive, so I would say some crazy shit. And then they would be like, wow, what the fuck, Colton? Why would you say that? How would that be bullying? That's like, just defending I, yourself. Apparently, exactly. I was a bully. They're like people were scared to talk to me and like to fucking because you spoke your mind and people aren't like, accustomed no, to that. It's not even that. It's like it's also because like, I didn't talk a lot in like yeah. high school until I got how can to, like, that sounds like such an oxymoron? Like how are it you sounds a, crazy, right? How but, are you like, a bully and then like, you don't Yo, talk? You were really an asshole. Like you were a bully, and I was just like how because like people would like walk up to the table, but hey, what's up, Colton? What are you doing over here? Blah 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 blah. blah. Why <laughs> you don't sit with everybody else? And then I would say some crazy shit, and then they would be like the fuck people like, just need to work to... on their clapbacks because my thing was yeah, yeah, i was yeah. stop being soft yeah like i i was ready with all of those when i was in school because i was very short so you know people make fun of my height so i had to compensate in some how tall are you how tall are you now yeah i'm a decent height i'm like five six i'm decent oh. but when i was when i was in like junior high school high school i was like barely four feet tall so wow. people would like they would come for me they would come for my entire life and i was like well no you're not I'm not going to allow you to tell me anything. 
You talk about my height, I'm going to talk about your dirty ass shoelaces. Like, you know, I'm going to talk about anything I can. But nah. That's not that, that that's crazy. So all right, so Colton, let's talk. You were talking about random videos the other day. I was earlier. Okay, today, so random videos. Is as you guys know, tomorrow is four twenty, or today is four twenty, because this is when the episode comes out. Yeah. Also, and, definitely, definitely coming out on Thursday. Then uh, Thursday. very very special <laughs> episode for me in particular. Why? Because uh, I love weed. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, mom. I'm pretty sure you're gonna hear this. You already know though, so it doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> I am a very avid person. We were talking about YouTube University earlier. A lot yes, of us yes. are graduates of YouTube University. Yes, I was yes. watching a lot of random videos on YouTube. And I feel like I've gotten so deep into YouTube. Because right now, I'm like, I don't know. I, I can say I'm a dean of YouTube. Like, legit. Because <laughs> like, I had the Colton show there. And like I, I now I'm giving content to YouTube. So like yeah, I graduated yeah, yeah, yeah. from a watcher to a YouTube person. So, um YouTube personalities get the most money. I don't know if you know that. Yeah. What you said? Yeah. YouTube personalities get the most money. Yeah. YouTubers. Well, I, damn, YouTube I got a personality. Let me put myself on YouTube. You feel me? Do your thing. But um, <laughs> I've been watching like super random videos, and I found a random video yesterday. Pretty sure it's, it's in the trending page, but like, I was definitely high, definitely <laughs> in my crib, definitely bored. Went on the trending page on YouTube and found a video of. They were trying to figure out if paper cuts like anything else if you put it on a power tool. So they basically took three pieces of printing paper, cut a, uh, t- glued them together, cut a circle in them, put it on like a power saw thing, and they cut basically a bat in half, a wow. coconut in half. With, with a paper? With, with paper on like a fucking power saw shit. So when they press the button, the paper spins like at the speed it does. And they cut a coconut in half. We can watch that video later. I they cut like a coconut in half. They cut a bat in half. They cut like fucking like um, sheetrock. They was like just cutting mad shit like with the paper. And like it was just making smooth ass cuts. But like, and it was points where I was watching the video and I was like, oh, the paper's bending. That's just not cutting it. And they was like, nah, it's paper. So it's going to bend it. And it was really just cutting through the shit. Like, that's crazy. Easily. I could have used that as an excuse when I was in but school. Again, like, damn, I, paper, I can't come to school. I had a paper cut, cut myself the other day. <laughs> so my children won't be around paper, basically. Long story <laughs> you cannot use paper. It got to be like some type of safety around the edges of the yo, paper. Yo, what if people went to jail? Well. What if that's a crime now? Like, yo, like that's a, like a legit weapon now. That I will learn how to use paper as a weapon if I knew I was going to jail. <laughs> well, I mean, 3, 3D printers can make like cardstock paper, so I'm sure you definitely 3D printers can. can also make guns. Yes, so yes, yes. 3D printers are fucking crazy. We need gun control. Can they make people? <laughs> Wait, like a lot of people? Look, yo, look at y'all, y'all, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> look at y'all faces. What's the second they make people? Can it make people? That's where it gets scary. What do you mean? Like, right, so can you make like an infant with a 3D? That's an early candidate for, for a question of the year. You know for what's the crazy? I watched the Definitely movie early Stork. Candidate. I watched the movie Stork, and uh. they had some shit where they basically made babies out of paper. So oh yeah, from uh oh three D princess. Bro. Yo, um, Disney movies. I don't even have a kid, bro. That's like the also Disney and Pixar so I movies. Be tight by myself. I'm just. But like, I'm yeah, not even going. That. I'm going back to like Sabrina, like the Sabrina, the teenage witch, when she Yo, made her a no, boyfriend no, okay. on the. Be, a she made herself a boyfriend out of dough. Nah, that's like, that's like, oh, she did. She definitely did. You know what's crazy? Melissa Joan Hart. Shout out to her. This is the 420 episode for real. She just asked if we could make a baby out of a three D printer. 
very great, very yeah. great questions, oh, y'all. Man. That's gonna be the the next question that yeah. we gotta ask the world. Oh my god! <laughs> I, 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 we it. asked them about the the going to Saturn. A few people was Definitely. not down. That's they crazy. were not. That's crazy. Yeah. Oh, so yo, we'll, we'll tell you the story real quick. Yeah. Um, Saturn. Um, there's a moon on Saturn that basically people think that we can we'll be able to survive on because there's like hydrogen coming out from like the moon, right? So um, hydrogen is one of the building blocks of life. So at some point in time, we're going to eventually have a place or a base, a uh, home, a Earth 2 or some shit on fucking Saturn. And uh, if it, if the opportunity was there, would you go? You're asking me if I would no, go Oh, yeah. Saturn? Would you go? Would you go? Would you, if we all build an underground spaceship as black people and was like, yo, black people, we out. To Saturn. That should be like a good Netflix movie. That would I'm be a good ass Netflix movie. Do you think, <laughs> like the, the 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 size, like the ratio of Saturn to to the world? Oh, it's fucking massive. It's Ma- Saturn, Saturn is massive. Right. Saturn Do you massive. know how long it would take you to like walk from or or take a flight from like one part of Saturn to the next? Like, I mean, we got the internet. Fuck out of here. We got the internet. We internet. own the full Saturn. But my thing is, we even would a, own the full set, there might be aliens there. Even a portion of it, though, it would take you light years to get to like another. I mean, I mean, I, I, no, I understand that, but like we have holograph. So a fucking politician, I think it was like. So Francis what if it shit. takes a month for me to get to New Japan? <laughs> and how long would I'm it? Okay would, with that. Would there? I don't think there would be twenty four hours in a day anymore. I think the hours would be. Yeah, they wouldn't. They wouldn't be. They wouldn't be. I mean, but that's 30, but that's fine. Thirty eight hours. I can't. Day. I can't even deal with. Hold on. 24. We will also live. Way longer than Earth people. We would. Oh we would. We would. We, we would, would also. It would also be okay for us to take a one month trip to Japan. Listen, <laughs> listen. Is the air out there like the only way that I would probably consider going out to Saturn uh-huh. is if the air out there is good for my melanin. If it's good for our skin. Listen, oh, honestly, yeah, that's also. Another. Listen, then on, I'll, I'll go. on some on some is Saturn further away than Earth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah we can't fuck with that. No, 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 no. Not sending the white people to Saturn. Think about it. them out first. On, yeah, they the ones that could do could. Without sun, <laughs> now so. on on like a on like a technical standpoint, <clears throat> like since we process radi since we process like the sun's radiation a different way, I actually feel like if we went out in space and lived in like Saturn, we'd be like come like super fucking humans and some shit. Like if we we process okay, so if you go in space, right, there's like direct radiation from the sun. Space, we'll become fucking Kryptonian. Yeah, like was, that's that's the like, that's the direction I was going. So the like the, the gravity is probably different. Different, yeah, probably yep. Bad shit. So we'll just so be a lot used of boobs, a lot of boobs will be hanging uh-huh. out. <laughs> I just feel like it's gonna be crazy. I don't know. You, the boobs might become impervious to the, to yeah, the be, gravity because because breasts breasts actually are a muscle. So actually, you know, if you, you know you you do what you gotta do, whatever, and you know, pull you pull it back like you, you know. know I don't, back. I don't know that much science. I don't know. I have to invent some type of bra to hold it down. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't know. Some type of something to hold it down. The females but. out there might start growing beards. Oh, Do you know, like, not. in the 1800s, like, beards were sexy on females? Like, in the 1800s? Okay. That's in the 1800s. I'm glad I live in 2017. It's cool, though. It's cool, though. You know, shout, shout out to I'm you, okay but that. I'm not really. Gonna, I'm not 100% this there could, for that. This could be a segue into the to the Kendrick Lamar section. Yes, definitely. was definitely was song. Yes. And it got some backlash. It also got some, like, love. I feel like I don't. I feel like I understand the backlash, but I don't because I feel like a lot of the backlash came from some people putting extra words in his mouth. Yeah. Okay. 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 I feel like he just named one example. Like it's a fucking rap song. Yeah. It's not like a three-hour dissertation. <laughs> so He's not doing a TED talk <laughs> yeah. about like women's anatomy. I can't do a TED talk would be lit as fuck. Well, he's, it would be lit, lit as fuck. As fuck. I, actually, I would actually pay for. A Kendrick, Kendrick Ted, Ted talk? talk, I definitely would. But, um, definitely would. Anyway, like I feel like him bringing up the the stretch marks on the booty was that's all. He, 
Like that was just one example. Yeah. Well, he yeah, said he, he was talking about the stretch marks on the booty and the Photoshop and like yeah. with yeah, the makeup yeah. and things yeah. like yeah. that. And my yeah. thing is, you know, I, I respect everyone's uh, opinion and okay, uh, and, and perception perspective. Uh-huh, and perspective uh-huh, and things uh-huh, like that, yeah. right? But my thing is, for me, when I was looking at it, that didn't, that, as a female, that didn't trouble me. Yeah, what yeah, troubled okay. me was okay. the fact that he was placing himself as God, portraying okay. himself. So, like, sitting like okay. with the, the 12 disciples and, oh, at the yeah, table yeah, okay, and things okay, like that. Okay. Like, mm-hmm. a lot of things what, what put, which put him on a pedestal where he was kind of, like, competing with God, in a sense. And things like yeah. that, I don't like. That was like a Kanye move to me. Yo, so... so okay. You so go first, you to, go first, okay, go first. To, <laughs> I get what you're saying. But to counteract that, I feel like because he's a rapper and because it's art and because rap is like, I would say, in my opinion, the most egotistical, like, musical style. Okay, like, okay. Ego-driven musical style. Okay, now nah, like, I can agree to that. The, the comp, like... With rock bands, there's a lot of legendary rock bands, but mm-hmm. they don't really have problems with each other. Yeah, in yeah, rap, yeah. if there's like two people at the top, they're always gonna clash. You yeah, get what I'm yeah. saying? And I don't like that. So I mean, yeah, I like it. You like it? I'm like one of those. I'm. I grew up in Bed Yeah, I feel it's like a, it's I like a, that. No, yeah, like it's, that it's a cultural thing. Friend, it's a cultural competition. Thing. Is okay to me. Yes, absolutely. Like, when they try to kill each other, that's when it goes too far. Because yeah. it's like you don't have to take a life just to prove that you're good yeah, at yeah, using yeah, words, yeah. my nigga. Like right. that. That's not the point of rap. Rap yeah, is yeah, about yeah. words. It's not about actually physically doing harm to each other. Definitely. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Even though it can get pretty disrespectful. But like um pretty disrespectful. The Kendrick like portraying himself as like Jesus. Like it was more like him portraying himself as the savior of rap, which is like a symbolic thing. I don't think he's actually portraying himself to God and like Everything he says is like probably the mm. final law, mm-hmm. but um, I can see how people would see him portraying himself as like Jesus and shit. I just feel like that shit was just basically like representation of y'all. These niggas are calling themselves rap saviors. Yeah, I'm yeah, rap savior. Yeah, 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 like yeah. this is my symbolism for what. Being but a what are they saving at the end of the day? It's the consumers. It's the people that's listening to what the are music. They saving? No, or no, no, honestly, real, that's what I'm saying. It's egotistical. It's, that and now right. and then it becomes some egotistical because now it's just like to me. I believe. I'm the best. You just say that I'm the best, nigga. Like that's and that, I'm okay with that because I love sports also. And like that's really like it comes down to like that person believing that they are the greatest. That person wanting to be the best at whatever they do. And that person sending the message out to everybody else that I'm the fucking best. But, look, look. At but me. what I'm trying to say yeah. is right. Who is? You could say you're the best at anything, but you need people to support what it is that you're doing. So would Kendrick Lamar be the best if there was nobody listening to him? Like, you get what I'm saying? There's a lot of talented indie artists that's out here, and I listen to them all the time. This is is what I do on Mm -hmm. on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. So my thing is, I, everyone, everyone thinks that they're the best. But you need the audience, you need the consumers, sure. you need the people to sure. tell you that. You all right, can't so, tell people sure. that. All right, so, all right, so, best. I'm going to use this analogy from... Sit down, be humble. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm going to use this analogy that I, um, that happened to me yesterday. So, I was watching... Uh, Vice did a, like, a series on, like, dancehall culture, or mm-hmm. dancehall in general, or whatever. It was actually fucking um, good. It was uh, uh, well-intentioned. It made sense. Uh, I felt like they went... They went as far. They went far enough in where I was like 
satisfied to go and learn learn more if if I wanted to. But I'm already accustomed to dancehall culture, so I just went there for like documentary purposes. It was really good. But one of the artists was talking about like vibes cartel and shit, whatever. And he said, uh, I don't know why. Um, like what 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 does it take? Like how weird is it that like someone is telling t- telling you that they're going to kill and chop up somebody and it's like some that's like appeasing to you like how do you like how does that make you like jump up and be hype like that should be to yes the, to the lyrics exactly no, that too to he said he said he said he said that could be scary that's like that's scary that as a culture that's something that we od push but there is a listenership for that right and to take to tie it back to the to Kendrick thing or whatever right he do have a listenership and they don't mind that he say all the things that he say because mm-hmm. that's the people He's that's, not his, even, that's, okay. that's his tribe that's so, his tribe so let me even be a devil was advocate here 21 savage has a song called pull up and air it out mm-hmm. and he's just talking about pulling up and shooting the fuck out of anything like in his vicinity that he's yeah. not fucking with right yeah. i like that song yeah. is there a visual for that i like song? that yes there is and he in the <laughs> whole video they're all holding guns and it's just mad fake sparks from like the guns just like letting off you get what i'm saying mm-hmm. okay a lot of people's opinion was when I would bring up things like Migos and different things like this, like we don't expect anything from them. Mm, okay. You get what I'm saying? So I feel like that within itself is like a problematic. Because, okay, yeah, Kendrick is a conscious rapper, a conscious rapper. Yeah. I think Humble is probably one of his least conscious songs. Yeah. One of his least, like, I guess, stay woke songs yeah. or third eye songs or like whatever people would like to call it. Right. Mm-hmm. And like, for them to say that, like, oh, we don't expect anything from Quavo. We don't expect anything from this person. We don't expect, like, just to, why are you, like, why why do we equate it like that? That's you know what? what? You know I what? I feel like, yes, because some people are socially, because Kendrick also has said in songs before anyone has talked about anything about Black Lives Mattering, mm-hmm. about, like, us coming together for police brutality us protesting like a whole bunch of other stuff and and no one and it's been quiet yeah yeah, yeah no one yeah, has said yeah, anything yeah, yeah. no yeah. one has brought any of that yeah. up he's been talking about um also another thing about like well i understand why you're upset about it because like that religious symbolism yeah it's like, it's, it's, too touch, little, it's too touchy it's a whole touch. different thing it's yeah. a whole nother thing because i i like religion is like one of those things that like I'm not strong about it, and I don't feel like institutionalized religion is really the way to go. Mm-hmm. But like, I would never knock anyone else for being religious or yeah. like what they believe in. Well, that's like, what I'm saying. Like, I don't, I don't cl- uh, classify myself as any um, religion. I just say I'm a very spiritual person, and I believe that you know everyone believes in a higher power. Like, the, even atheists. Like, I I know yeah. that you know atheists be like, oh, I don't believe in any gods, but I believe in the universe. So, so you're still yeah, believing yeah, yeah, in yeah, something God, because bro. yeah, yeah, the, the that's, what I'm, that's what I'm gonna say. That's right, what I'm gonna like say. you can't justify why not, you're, not, there you're are existence. some atheists who don't believe in nothing, like not even you, not even the universe. Either way, we're yeah. we're, we're really going far off. But going back to what <laughs> going back to what Colton was saying um, about people rapping about things and they're not about that life and this, this, and the third. Like m- my thing is. Um, visuals are very important to the creation of the music because he could have been talking about pull up and ear out and then the video could have been him in his crib um playing the nintendo you remember that old nintendo game with the with the gun that you had to shoot the ducks (laughs) you know what i'm saying like he could have been you know high and in his room and doing stuff like that and like as a creative person and as a, a a visual person as well if I were to write the treatment for that video, I probably would have set it up just like that yeah, so yeah, that yeah. it opens people's interpretation to either take That's him fair. literal or to 
to take him as like he's just playing around. You get yeah. what I'm saying? No, nah, that's definitely fair. I, I I can I can I understand. I actually agree with that. That would that would have been really dope as well. Um, he trying to he trying to invoke that feeling. That's what yeah. it is. The one like, that he trying to do like what what the fuck is that Will Ferrell quote? Like, it gets the people going. It gets the people going. <laughs> what is we trying to do? The, like, the one thing I will say though, duck hunt, bro, is like fucking video of you wilding like Jesus, bro. I, I did think that Twenty One Savage was, was gonna kill Tiger. I thought Tiger. Jesus. I thought Tiger was dead. I'm not gonna hold you. I thought Tiger was Tiger a dead man, dead. and that should never happen. No disrespect. To Tiger. <laughs> I know he's alive. Uh, anyway, anyway, so, so we got like one. We got like one more thing to really focus on. So um, the Patriots. We talked. We just talked about um, Aaron Hernandez, yeah, whatever. But the Patriots. I guess a. I don't know if the Patriots are at the the White House right now, they but are. Gronkowski definitely was at the White House. And during the um the press the presser, you know, the Gronkowski uh, the gonna be the, the the mayor of New England. So <laughs> he pulled up um on Sean Spicer and asked him if he needs any help. Now, um, you know, from a from a play play thing, like yeah, it was cute, uh, uh whatever. That's his dad. Uh, psh, apparently, but then like from like a, a um a visual perspective, it's like you are a athlete, um. Like we hold, so if we talking about holding people to higher standards, um, you know, people. This is why I'm really, start, I'm really starting to not. Are, I'm really starting to not fuck with the NFL. Okay, no real on, shit. No, 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 no. Hold on. Stop. Go ahead. These niggas are are named the Patriots. What did you expect? Patriots did kill you people. Expect Hashtag the, Patriots kill people. The Patriots to go into the White House and be like, Nah, man, we believe in rights and like in civil rights and we want black people to be equal. Like, no, nigga, they the fucking Patriots. They are a representation of America. Tom Brady has been through so much fucking shit and he still overcame because white privilege and the fucking Patriots and they're white and Gronk is white and white. That shit just is crazy, bro. Like, that's it. This shit is crazy. This shit is crazy. It's just like, it's like, I, I, I would expect, um, that now. So now, right. If he didn't say, if if I didn't see him and do that, do that shit, whatever it is, I probably wouldn't have said nothing. But like now, my question to him is like, okay. So since you want to interject yourself into politics, what are your thoughts on some of the shit that Trump has Why said? Why did you ask him that? Not, but you, 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 you just popped into the fucking Why press. Why would he answer? Yo, that? You, you, this nigga has a boat party. You with his popped family in every on year. the White House press conference. Shit. I got questions for you now, bro. What the fuck? Yo, out you here? know why he popped in on the White House press conference? Because he won a Super Bowl ring and nah. they got invited there. Okay, so, that like, is he a, just thought this that, shit was oh, live though. I'm gonna just walk up and fucking just say whatever because nah. it's me, Grunk. Kowski. Nigga, I don't know if you were just thinking that these guys who go through mini car crash collisions are like have like some type of alternative motive, but I really feel like they don't. Especially Gronkowski, because we know who Rob Gronkowski is. Yeah. So it's like him to pull up and do that, like that's like a little funny joke. Ha ha ha, whatever. I'm I'm a rich football player. I play for the Patriots, like I'm gonna do whatever. Ha, 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 I'm, I'm gonna, gonna do, do whatever, whatever to get yeah. like here. Like that we know who Gronkowski is. It's not like we don't know, like He's not a fucking Black Panther. He's not like a fucking a poet. He's not like a fucking writer. He doesn't have like three published books out or anything. Yeah, like yeah, he, yeah, yeah. We know he's like one of those don't give a fuck motherfuckers. I fuck with him because he kind of don't give a fuck, but at the same time, it's like he he don't know better. I think and that's, this also comes back to the mental rehabilitation and yeah, making sure yeah, to take yeah. care of your people. And, mm-hmm. and, and when you were talking about not fucking the NFL, NFL makes billions. I don't yo. fuck with them because they don't really take care of their players yeah. and shit. Like mm-hmm. they don't really make sure that they're good. Like it, the shit is crazy. Cause the NFL, the NFL definitely could be like a leading, the NFL could be a leading, uh, um, uh, person in like health. Basically they have, 
they have willing participants to like slam into each other at high speed with their helmets on and pads on a regular basis. You could that's match the study. How is the human body even enduring that on a regular basis? That's an opportunity, but they don't. They, I feel like any platform is an opportunity, whether they're they're at NFL. Um, what do you call it, NBA or whatever the case is, people want something to believe in. People want people to be advocates because there are certain people who have a lot to say but don't know what to say. Yeah. So when there's somebody else that is there to speak, you know, all there all there is for certain people to do is to just agree. So yeah. I don't think it's just the NFL. I think that if you're going to look at it in that, you know, aspect, you, you, can, you can say and everyone is responsible. Like when you're a celebrity, you're you have the one of the biggest responsibilities out there because like like going back to what's her name? Rihanna. Mm-hmm. I remember Rihanna said something and she was just like, Well, because you guys caught you know, caught me smoking weed or whatever the case is, um, I didn't ask to be anybody's idol or role yeah, model. Yeah, like yeah. I'm living my life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then she has people who respect that she's real like that. And then there's mm-hmm. people like, oh, my God, I really thought that you cared about me kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, 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 but yeah, at the yeah. end of the day, it's just like, yo. <laughs> I mean, but if you're if you if you living your life in a positive manner, which Rihanna is, why would it even matter whether I'm smoking weed or not? Right. Like, people vilify weed for, for just ridiculous reasons. You know, even going back to that Vice documentary about Dancehall, like, they showed, um, they showed like this. Um, I don't want to call him like a weed farmer, but he mm-hmm. was a he was just a farmer in general, whatever mm-hmm. it is. And um, like throughout that entire uh, documentary, the some of, he said some of the most realest shit ever. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, and you think about like a like like a legit roster, like they have like they have like these 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 thoughts and, and processes that people just don't like generally think about. You know, like. He the one thing he said was like um, people um, in the West have you like believed what have you believed in that like um, uh, where they live at is paradise but like yo this we live on an island that's surrounded by water we have like beautiful beaches and we have access to all the same things you know maybe on like a, on a different level but like we have access to a lot of the same things like yo this is paradise and I was like you damn right <laughs> you damn right like there are people like you you mentioned you know off off my uh that you live in like a more minimal like a more minimalistic life yeah i'm starting to yeah there are people who live like my, i tell you all the time my family is from the country of barbados like the country country of barbados like yo that shit is a whole different perspective living from a minimum like being minimal, minimalistic that's yeah. okay <laughs> it's that ass okay you yeah. realize you realize you don't need half the stuff that you have like if you didn't you know you, you ever like start cleaning your room up and you're like damn, I forgot I even had this. Yeah. And it would be a long time before you even remember that you had. So why do you need it? Yeah. It's just like the monks. Yeah. Um, the monks, I'm going to tell you a really quick story. When I was in high school, I went to this, this museum called the, Ru- the Rubin Museum. Mm-hmm. And I visited the museum for about two months straight. And I watched a, a, a monk create, a, you know what a mandala is? Nah, what's so, that? So it's like a, it's in a circle and like there's something in like the Himalayas that they do. Yeah, um, but yeah, it's yeah. a circle so you can paint, you can do anything that you want. And there's this like, these little intricacies that are, are in the, the mandala. So this mm-hmm. guy, this monk was doing it with sand. So that's why it took him so long. So yeah. I was infatuated. We went on a class trip for one day and I was like, nah, I have to see the ending of this. So I kept going back every day, every day for two months straight. That's crazy. And the monk wouldn't speak to us, you know, during the course of this. Mm-hmm. So after the mm-hmm. two months, I went there and he wasn't there. And I was asking everyone in the um, Rubin Museum, I was like, where is this guy? Yeah. And they was like, oh, he took the, the sand to the, to the water to let it go. Yeah. And I was like, my heart, like, <laughs> it killed me because I didn't even get to see the, the, the final yeah. outcome of it. 
And then he came back and then I went back and I asked him, I was like, because now he's talking. Yeah. I was like, why did you let it go? He was like, people hold on to things of the earth and they, they need they need to let it go. Mm, you don't go. You don't. Yeah. When you leave, you don't leave with these things. Yeah. So you have to learn how to invest and put in time on something and let it go. That's all oh, that's my So, idea. yo, that's my that idea. changed my entire perspective. That's my, my idea. That's my I'll idea. be honest, though. They're going to have to bury me with pizza. You <laughs> <laughs> got a pizza casket <laughs> with pepperoni on top. We gonna get the whole. Di- you know how the police academy usually be out. Like if a cop dies, the whole yeah, force yeah, comes yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's gonna have all the Domino's pizzeria right. people. <laughs> all the everybody. Papa John's, though, fuck Papa John's. <laughs> fuck Papa John's. Yeah, they can bring wings though. They wings. <laughs> so um, one last question before we go. Um, from like a pre um, prison rehabilitation standpoint, like what can we as like entrepreneurs um, as creative people do to help that prison rehabilitation process um i feel like i i my team and i have already started mm-hmm. um i'm part of more bookings agency uh mm-hmm. and and more well, value sure, this go right into what you what you do i guess so <laughs> so like it. we we just recently went to rikers island yeah. and we decided to bring what we can bring which is music this is what yeah, we're yeah, good yeah, at yeah, and yeah, this is yeah. what we do so we brought music to the prison uh with the dean's list tour and we were able to inspire these people for about two hours. You That's get what I'm dope. saying? And it, and it's it's a matter of not thinking about the master plan, just getting it done. You get mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. at the end of the, the like, you're going to waste time trying to think of how you can make that change when most of the time you don't even know that you're making a change already by doing absolutely yeah. nothing. Yeah. Just doing what you you love to do mm-hmm. inspires. Mm-hmm. So I feel like us as creatives and entrepreneurs, I feel like we do have the 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 platform to share what it is that we're good at with people and it's just about getting people to hear it absolutely spreading the word absolutely all right now nah, like i feel like prison rehabilitation that's, that's something that actually really scares me um you know rest in peace khalif brother like there are a lot of uh, people who uh you know lost their lives or um or just lost their lives, not just in the sense that they actually died, but lost like their lives, like their livelihood, their everything, mm-hmm. their their freedom, um, by getting caught up in like the prison system. And it's unfortunate, but there should be ways that when they get out of there, like they have already served their time. Like there needs to be a way for them to um uh, uh actually be able to contribute back to society because they I'm sure that they want to. Like we need to find ways to make that happen. Um and continue to push them. Um, to be better people and or to be like better um Americans or better like whatever the fuck you want us to be. Just you know, just help us get there. If that's what you really want to do, invest in that. But don't invest in a fucking prison. That should make no sense. They don't want us to be unless you want Americans. us to make unless you just want to make money off of slavery with an ass that makes sense. Us to be better Amer- Yo, bro, you know how much like free labor they get out of prisoners? But I right, son, you know, son. The yo, the thirteen yeah, we didn't we didn't talk about it in a Netflix show today, but like yeah. The thirteenth. Um, if you haven't watched the documentary by uh, Ava DuVernay, like yeah, definitely just the thirteenth. The thirteenth. I think yeah. people people have been talking about that. Is yeah. it new? Well, no, no, mm-hmm. it's not. It's not. It's not new. My fault. It's it's not new. <laughs> Actually, came out. Uh, at least like I think it was like last year, maybe like late last year or so. The thirteenth came out. No, the doc. Now the documentary is super deep. Like if you ever wanted to get mind fucked about like how deep slavery and like the slave mentality is, like yeah. Ava DuVernay put her fucking foot in that documentary, so uh, definitely check that out. Shout out uh, to the person who lent me their um, Netflix password hey. and forgot that they lent it to me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so shout That's out. usually what so, happens to everybody. So tell everybody on social media where they can find you and stuff like that. You can find me 
on everything at Asia Golden. Uh, if you can spell, you can find me. But if you can't, I'm going to help you out. It's A-S-I-A-G-O-L-D-E-N. Um, I'm about to get back heavy on Twitter because mm. I know Twitter is a whole nother society that I'm yeah, just not on. Yeah, but um, everything is Asia Golden. Uh, and if you've seen me in the street, if you've seen me anywhere, I am a talkative person. In I the like streets. To talk. In the streets. In the streets. That's yeah. in the Thank school. you guys well, for having out, me. Shout out, definitely. shout out you. You definitely <laughs> had me host uh, on the Days of Day Summit. You definitely had Wises on the panel. Podcast panel. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So. Shout out to you. Shout definitely. out to you guys. Definitely. This is awesome. We got to do this again. All right. So, hashtag POC report. I'm yo, we're changing the fucking POC changing the name of the, I'm changing the name of the show. Hashtag, to hashtag POC, POC 420. Happy, happy National Weed Day. <laughs> and we out. And if you don't smoke, sit down next to somebody who does. <laughs> <laughs> this is an Indie Creator Network podcast. I did it.